Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. Yes, indeed, it is. Dave so live from the CSG Broadcast Network here in the Conway Scenic Railroad Broadcast Studio, bringing you another great episode of Cooking Something Good, the place where foodies just have fun. You can go to our website, cookingsomethinggood.com, for great deals on restaurant certificates. And we've had a great week so far. All week long, we've been focusing on craft beer and barbecue. Fourth of July is not that far away. Barbecue is on everyone's mind, and today we are going to talk barbecue with Matt Gafora. Uh, Matt is the owner of the Smoke Show Barbecue in Concord, New Hampshire, and then we're going to talk with Dennis Molnar from the Concord Craft Brewing Company, also in Concord. It's going to be a great day. We're excited. We can't wait to get going. I can't wait to get going. Um, don't forget, we have a bunch of giveaways during the show, so if you want to win prizes, this is the number 732-336-1040, and if you just want to send us a, a message, a, an email, uh, comment on the show, good or bad, I can take criticism, I'm married, I've been taking criticism for 32 years, I can handle it, or if you want to make suggestions, anything. You can email us at dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. We're going to have some fun today. I can't wait to get at it. So let's get rolling with today's Sharila Deal of the Day. That's right. Every single day at this time, we bring to you the Sharila Deal of the Day at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's just a great deal on a, either a product, a specialty item, maybe a restaurant certificate, and we offer it at a ridiculously low price. And you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. And if you love to cook, and if you cook meat, chicken, fish, it's really great to have a digital thermometer. We have the Thermopro Digital Meat Thermometer, usually sells for $19.99 plus shipping. We're selling it today for $9.99, and that includes shipping. We only have four of these. Some days we do the Sharila deal, we'll have 200 of something. Someday we have nine of them. Someday we have four of them. We've never had 416,000 of anything, but if the opportunity arises, maybe we will. We've got four of the Thermo Pro meat thermometers, digital meat thermometers. If you want it, you go to cookingsomethinggood.com. 
Sharila.com. That is today's Sharila Deal of the Day. Today's Dear Dave question of the day comes from Keisha in Nashua, New Hampshire. And she writes, Dear Dave, I'm 36 years old and married with two kids, a four-year-old daughter and a 17-month-old son. When our first child came along, I quit my job in the HR department of a large company to stay home with the children, and my husband continued, and still continues, to work as a sales rep for the same firm. That's where we met. Hey, that's sweet. Both my kids are adventurous eaters. You're very lucky. That's not always the case. Uh, and easy to please. But my husband is always hungry when he gets home, but never tells me what he wants to eat in advance, so I have to guess. And oftentimes, he won't eat what I've made him for dinner, which means I end up making him a second meal. Any suggestions on how I can get on a dinner schedule, quote unquote, that flows better? This comes from Keisha in Nashua, New Hampshire. Hey, thanks, Keisha, for sending in that question. And because you did and because we read it on the air today, we're going to send you along a gift certificate for $20 to Shane's Tex-Mex Barbecue in Hampton, New Hampshire. Uh, and now the answer to your question. Uh, Keisha, you've got to tell your husband that if he doesn't want to tell you in advance what you should make him or what he wants to eat, then he's just out of luck. I mean, this is one of the easiest questions we've ever got, right? You can't be making a second meal after you spent an entire day taking care of, of the kids uh, and, and him and his household. A lot of times, uh, on all, and you know this, I don't have to tell you this, sometimes you're up at one o'clock in the morning because your 17-month-old is teething. Uh, then at two hours later, when you finally fall asleep, uh, you get about 12 minutes of sleep and then your four-year-old hears a noise and is scared. You have to get up again. You spend the whole day getting lunches ready and getting them off to school, dress, bathe, teeth brushed. You know the deal here, right? You can't do that. So if he won't eat what you've made and he won't tell you what he wants, mm, no, he's going to have to go hungry for, and maybe go hungry for a lot of stuff until he gets the hint here. This is an easy one. Keish, Thanks for sending in your question. And don't forget, if you have a Dear Dave question of the day, send it to Dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. Just put in the subject line, Dear Dave, and maybe we will read yours on the air. We will be right back after this commercial break. Take a step back in time. Visit New Hampshire's Conway Scenic Railroad at the center of North Conway Village. We offer a choice of heritage and scenic train rides the whole family will enjoy. Take a journey over Crawford Notch on our Mountaineer. Or take a spin on one of our valley runs where we recreate classic train travel when rustic passenger trains ran from town to town. Our pub train offers a selection of beverages and culinary delights. Call 603-356-5251 or visit us online at conwayscenic.com.
Uh, the Conway Scenic Railroad. Listen, if you're looking for something to do with the kids or with old close friends or with that significant other, that special person, there's three different great things you could do on the Conway Railroad, and they've got some great food. Also, they've got a 55-minute a train, they have an hour and 45-minute ride you can take, and they have a five to five and a half hour ride you can take unbelievable views vistas the conway scenic railroad if you're going to do this you've got to get to the website and you've got to sign up because these things sell out so fast go to cooking something good and just click through on the little train that says conway scenic railroad and it'll take you right to their site just go to cooking something good and click the conway scenic railroad and it'll take you through to their site but if you want to do that you got to do it because it really does sell out really really fast. It's time now for our first guest. And our first guest is Matt Gafor. Matt is the owner and the pitmaster at the Smoke Show Barbecue in Concord, New Hampshire. I had a chance to get up there. I had their brisket sandwich. It was unbelievably good. It was really, really good. It's one of the bonuses of being able to do a show like that. I get to test and try all these different places out, and and this place was unbelievable. Their sides were great, too, and it kind of ties in with, uh, I know we've already done the Dear Day, but we did get a call last night from a, a woman who called us from York, Maine, and she said that she had watched one of the PBS shows a couple weeks ago, and they had made a brisket and she tried to follow the recipe, and it came out about the size of a wallet, and it tasted like a wallet. And she said she cooked it for uh, 12 hours at 325 or 335 degrees, and uh, can, can, she wanted to know if we could tell her what she did wrong. Uh, Matt Gafour, welcome to the show. Can you tell us, just from that limited amount of information, what this woman did wrong? Well, it's interesting. I'd be curious to know uh, if she, in fact, used a whole brisket or just a brisket flat. Um, 325 right off the bat for us is is pretty hot. Um, we typically cook at around 200 degrees, and we usually use about 12 hours, and that'll cook down a 20-pound brisket, no problem. The oven method isn't one of the most recommended methods, I would have to say. We are fortunate we have a, you know, big industrial smoker that we can cook with, but low and slow is the is the key to it. And um, maybe another thing that she could have done was started at room temperature instead of right out of the refrigerator. Also, if she had seasoned it in advance, that would break it down a bit. But really, it's just low and slow until it's fork tender. There's no right time based on, because um, every diff, every brisket is different size. Yeah, so there's not a right time, but there's a right temperature, and that's just a little too hot. And then uh, your other point, taking it out of the refrigerator, so it's it's not at room temperature, so it's not going to cook even, leave it's not at room temperature. Is that correct? Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, when you're getting to pulling a recipe for a brisket, brisket's not an easy thing to cook. You know, it takes years to kind of figure out how the brisket is going to break down and you really want it to render for as long as possible. And that's why you go low and slow. So if you've got it on for 12 hours, sometimes it might take 14 or 15 hours. Um, it just depends. 
So she shouldn't feel too bad. She's practicing. She's learning. That's what new cooks and old cooks and 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 uh, great cooks and average cooks. It's all about learning. Yeah, yeah. And my biggest piece of advice is, you know, throw away your temperature guide when it comes to brisket. It's all about the feel of the brisket. If you have a full size brisket with a with a point on top, which is the fat cap, you want to be able to stick that fork right in it and gently turn it, and it's going to give. If it's springy, it's not done. So it's when it gives completely. I guess another question I'm going to ask it, uh, Matt, is if you don't have a smoker, and a lot of people don't, uh, mm-hmm. what's, what's another option if you have a regular barbecue grill? Or what's another option well, without you a smoker? You definitely want to offset it so like it's not over direct heat. You can use a regular grill, but you're going to use a lot of charcoal and or propane. The biggest thing with it, is just maintaining your temperature. When you have a real hot temperature to start out with, it might cook the outside and then the rest of it, uh, it doesn't break down on the inside. You might think it's, you know, and the other thing with a brisket is if you cook it too high of a temperature, that flat part on the bottom, it, it'll dry out and it'll get crumbly. So it's really one of those pieces of meat that you got to know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's not really for beginners, but no, uh, so, so, you can certainly do it on a home uh, grill. I know a lot of people in the South, they'll cook it for like four hours and then they'll wrap it in foil and then they'll take it off of the heat and, and go with a real low heat for, for six hours. And that it really seals in the flavor and the juices and it breaks it down a little bit faster when you have that steam coming, holding it all that temperature in with, with the foil. So the better option then is to go to the Smoke Show Barbecue in Concord, New Hampshire. Or if you're in that area, in the general area, anywhere near there, it's worth a trip to Concord to go to the Smoke Show Barbecue. Matt, tell us what your, first of all, what's your favorite thing to make? And secondly, what's your most popular thing on your menu? And talk about your sides because barbecue is great. People who make great barbecue is great. But to be a great barbecue pitmaster, you not only have to make great barbecue, but your sides have to be great too. So talk about Smoke Show. Yeah, uh, probably my favorite thing on the menu is our, our brisket. I mean, I learned, I, I was in Texas running barbecue restaurants for 10 years before I came back up to New Hampshire. And really, Texas is beef country, so I learned a lot about brisket. And it, our, our smoker that we use is all wood-fired. There's no gas component to it. So you can really taste that in our meat. Um, and it's got a nice healthy bark on it, which is the outer coating that's crusted. And it's really kind of sets us apart from other places that do brisket around here because they just haven't had that kind of experience with it. Um, as far as sides go, uh, I came up with this. And it's a, it's a takeoff of something we learned in Texas, which is a Frito pie. Ours is called the Finjack Frito pie. That is probably my favorite because it's named after my kids. But what it is, is it's uh, a layer of Fritos on the bottom. And then we add uh, a layer of our smoked baked beans on top of that. Your choice of chopped up meats. I highly recommend what we call goodness. That kind of goes with it the best. And then we uh, drizzle a little bit of our uh, cheese sauce on top of it. And then a big dollop of sour cream. Well, goodness, that does sound good. The Smoke Show Barbecue in Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, Matt, tell us your address. You're open for full dining now. Yeah, uh, we're at 89 Ford Eddy Road. Uh, we're soon to be moving this summer over to South Main Street in Concord. Uh, we're going to be pairing up with a brewery up there called Yardbird Brewing. Um, it's new. And we are open six days a week. We're closed on Mondays. So from Tuesday to Sunday, we're open from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. 
Yep. And your webpage? www.smokeshowbbq.com. And you have different kinds of craft beer. I understand you have Concord. We have the Concord Craft, and they're good friends of ours. And they have uh, Safe Space is probably their biggest seller here in New Hampshire. But they've got a whole line of different craft brews, and they're right down the road from us. Delicious spot to go and have a couple of pints. Well, that's great, because we're going to have Dennis on after the break. So we'll talk to him and uh, see what pairs best, in his opinion, with uh, brisket. Yeah, that sounds great. Excellent. Hey, Matt, thanks so much for being with us. Matt from The Smoke Show Barbecue in Concord, New Hampshire. If you just listen to this, you are hungry and you are, I don't care if you listen to this in Guam, you're making plans to get to Concord, New Hampshire, because that just sounds incredible. Matt, thanks for being with us, and we can't wait to see you real soon. At some point, we'll come down, we'll make an announcement, and uh, I'll come down and I'll give away a bunch of gift certificates to people who come in. Excellent. Cheers, Dave. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back after this from Manny's Olive Oil. A gastromaniac, Jack H. from Hollis, New Hampshire, wrote in and he wants to know if I really use Manny's Olive Oil. I do. Uh, It's comes from Crete. Uh, the Greeks make some of the best olive oil in the world. It is a, a very well-priced. We have it at cookingsomethinggood.com. It's not terribly expensive. The price you see there is including shipping, so there's no additional shipping. Uh, it's harvested by hand. There are no chemicals. It, it's really a great olive oil. Manny's olive oil. I use it, and that's why I sell it, because if I didn't use it, I would not sell it on this site. Give it a try. Manny's olive oil from Crete with love. Hey foodies, all you gastromaniacs, remember if you want to be eligible to be the lucky winner in the recipe of the week contest, send your recipe and a headshot of yourself to Dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. Put in the subject line recipe. And if you win, you get your picture on the website. You get your recipe on the front page of the website too. And you also win a $100 gift certificate to a great restaurant somewhere within driving distance. This week's winner is Deb L. from Williamsburg, Massachusetts. And she sent in her gum smacker barbecue sauce. If you want to see the recipe and a picture of Deb, just go to cookingsomethinggood.com. I want to take just a moment and talk about our website. It's called cookingsomethinggood.com. And Cooking Something Good is foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, restaurant, gift certificates. It's a great place to go for anything food related. And this week we've got a great special. It's called the Cooking Something Good Recipe Book. Uh, It's a hundred page blank on the inside with just lines uh, cookbook that you can use to pass around to people in your life, whether it's a a close friend, a significant other, uh, parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, aunts, uncles, anyone you know who cooks something, has a recipe for something that you really love. It's a keepsake. It's something you can have forever. It's called the Cooking Something Good Recipe Book. It usually sells for $19.99. It's on sale for $9.99, so you're already saving $10. Uh, And this week, and we're really excited about this, every dollar is being donated to the Nashua Soup Kitchen and Shelter. So if you go to cookingsomethinggood.com, the first thing you're going to see up there is the Cooking Something Good recipe book. 
And when you buy it, you're getting a great item and you're donating to a great cause. CookingSomethingGood.com. Foodie fun, recipes, deals, gadgets, and more. We're here with Dennis Muller from Concord Craft Brewery. Dennis, you are under a lot of pressure because earlier in the show, uh, we had Matt Gaffaron from the Smoke Show Barbecue, and he left us with our mouths watering, describing some of the processes he uses. We talked about brisket. Uh, he loves your beer. He sells your beer. And he said that you're the guy to talk to about what pairs best with brisket. What, which, uh, which one of the Concord Craft Brewery beers would you recommend with a brisket? Well, thanks for having me, and uh, I'm grateful for the recommendation for Matt. Uh, i got to tell you, with a good brisket, <laughs> any beer pairs well. But if you, uh, if you have the ability to, to take a step up, um, the classic beer that one would have with a brisket would be a dark beer. Uh, not necessarily a super heavy stout, but something like a porter. And one of the beers we've been selling for the longest, and I think it was probably the first beer that Matt carried over at Smoke Show, was our Town Pound Porter. Um, traditional English porter, no extra flavors added to it. Um, has a little bit of uh, chocolatey and smoky notes to it, but it's an easy drinking, good complement to a fantastic brisket. Sounds absolutely perfect. Talk about some of your other beers. I mean, I really like beer, and I never loved beer until my friend Gary Berghoff, who I knew from South Deerfield, Massachusetts, years ago came out with Berkshire Brew Company. I was never a big beer lover, but craft beers I love, uh, and there's so many craft breweries. Let's talk about your beers, uh, how you make them, what goes into them, uh, the different processes that you use. Just let's talk about you for let's talk about you for a little while. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I mean, the big the big trend nowadays in uh, craft beer is certainly IPAs, and um, and especially in these parts here in New England, it would be New England style IPAs. And for us, um, our flagship uh, beer in that category is Safe Space, which uh, was just recently uh, voted um, the winner uh, reader's pick for uh, the best New Hampshire made beer. So we'll put a little plug in for that one. Um, and a New England style IPA is essentially, um, IPA stands for India Pale Ale, which means it's relatively pale. So it's a yellow color. Um, and uh, the New England style to uh, that is uh, to have it maybe not quite as bitter as the traditional IPAs, um, but to have it have some of the other aromas that come from a lot of hopping. But we do all of that hopping in the fermenter instead of in the brew kettle where it's cooked. And what's the, and diff so what what's, what's the difference? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. So when we do it in the brew kettle, we t generally pull out mostly the alpha acids, which are the bittering component of hops. Um, you get a little bit of uh, an aroma, but not much when you do that. And so even from early times, brewers would dry hop the beer. And part of the rationale for that was in the old days when they didn't have pasteurization and beers were going into barrels and going long distances like around the Horn of Africa to India. Hops were meant to be a preservative as well. And they are a little bit of a preservative. But we got a little carried away with hops in the 90s um, with the bittering. And the style that emerged in New England was to actually put the same amount or more hops in the fermenter. And what that does is it pulls out all the other esters and flavors from the hops. So you get all kinds of fruit flavors. You get earthy flavors and piney flavors and musty flavors. Um, 
different kinds of fruit. You get sort of an apple flavor for some and tropical fruit for others. And uh, the other thing it does is if you don't filter the beer and you dry hop in the fermenter, it comes out hazy as well, um, which also includes a little bit of yeast with it. So you actually get some additional flavors from the yeast that we use. And it looks pretty cool. It's very, very different looking. What's your favorite of all your beers? If you, what's your favorite, personal favorite to drink? Well, I, I do love the safe space for sure. Um, but my wife's birthday is May 5th. And every year we come out with a jalapeno cream ale. A what? Um, whoa, 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 whoa. A jalapeno <laughs> cream ale. Yep. So were you drinking so heavily when you is... came up with that one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, cream ale is a little bit of a, of a bigger malt base, but also a pale, you know, yellow beer. Um, and we put, instead of just hops, we also dry hop with fresh jalapeno, which we don't all the way de-seed. We sort of cut them up and put them in there. And it gives it a, a little bit of a peppery aroma, but a really nice, um, I'll call it a, a tongue tingle um, of sizzle in the beer. And then it finishes like a nice, clean, uh, easy drinking ale. And what's it called? Jalapeno Cream Ale. So it's a Concord it. Craft Brewery Jalapeno Cream Ale. That's right. And where can people pick that up? Well, we just put a giant pallet into distribution yesterday, so it should be available kind of across the state. But in particular, it would be in the craft beer stores and the markets that focus on having a craft beer selection. And, we, and that's another one that would generally be best if refrigerated and kept in the refrigerator. Okay, and we are going to get a list of that, and we'll put it on our website so people can find that. That uh, so that's something I want to try. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too spicy. It's kind of fun. Hey, yeah, I think it would. Uh, it sounds kind of fun to me. A Concord Craft Brew Jalapeno Cream Ale. That is my go-to yes, for the for this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to sit by the lake and give that one a shot. Tell everybody again your email address, your location. Uh, you have a, a wine. You have a wine taste. You have a, a tasting room. We do. Yep. And We're located at one seventeen Stores Street in Concord, and uh, we're open uh, six days a week, not on Mondays. We have a patio outside um, when the weather gets uh, or stays nice. A little cold today, and um, you can reach me at Dennis at Concord Brew B R E W Co. Sounds great. And we will make a trip out there at some point over the summer to say hi to you. We'll tell our listeners today we're going to be there so they can come out and meet us. And uh, I think we'll probably give away a couple of gift certificates while we're there, too. That sounds like it would be fun. We're going to have a a day with cooking something good in in the foodies that uh, love our show. And we're looking forward to that. Dennis, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. And uh, I will definitely catch up to you soon. All right. Thanks, Dave. Hey, gastromaniacs, I know there's nothing more frustrating than when you're in the kitchen and you're working away like a maniac and you spill something. Don't worry, nothing cleans up all of your spills faster or better than spill salt. Simply completely cover any spill with spill salt until there's no visible sign of liquid. And with a few sweeps of a broom, all you're left with is a clean, dry surface. It's immediately safe for foot or vehicle traffic. 
And this includes greasy restaurant floors, too. No more chemicals mopping the floor down at the end of the night. If you own a restaurant, SpillSolved is also great. And the best part? SpillSolved can be used over and over again. That's right. It's recyclable. Use it over and over. It's an easy-to-use container. You simply pour it right back in. This is a great product. SpillSolved, you can find it at cookingsomethinggood.com. That's SpillSolved at cookingsomethinggood.com. Hey, all you gastromaniacs, it's time for the Foodie Know-It-All Daily Quiz Question of the Day. If you call us and leave the correct answer at 732-336-1040, you will win a $10 gift certificate to Casey's Barbecue in Manchester. That's all you got to do. Be the first person to call and leave the correct answer, 732-336-1040. Today's foodie know-it-all daily quiz question of the day. Alabama barbecue is known best for this. Leave the correct answer and you can be a winner here at Cooking Something Good. And that's it. Another show is in the books. We had a good time today. All week long, it's been beer and barbecue. And today we talked to Matt Gafford from the Smoke Show Barbecue in Concord and also to Dennis Molnar, who is the owner of the Concord Craft Brewing Company in Concord. Also, if you get a chance, check out those two places. They both sound fantastic. Tomorrow, Kevin from KC Rib Shack in Manchester and Carl from Abel Ebenezer Brewing in Manchester will join us. It's going to be a great show. If you want to send us a message, it's Dave at CookingSomethingGood.com. Drop us a call, 732-336-1040. We love your calls. We love you. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.